Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. From aspiring podcasters to experts with hundreds of episodes under your belt and everywhere in between, these conversations dive deep into the topics that matter most to you. So let's get started. All right. Today, we are answering one of the most common questions that podcasters ask. How do I monetize my podcast? Kyle, do you get asked this all the time in your line of work? Yes. Uh, oftentimes, it's the f- one of the first questions that I get. And, but I understand it's, it's a good question. It's a common question. And we're going to get into it today. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. I think the majority of us get into podcasting uh, because we want to have some end result, right? Yeah. And financial gain, uh, profits are going to be a big part of that. And yes, we want to share a message with the world. Yes, we want to give away valuable content, but also we want to win and we want to convert. Uh, We want to convert our listeners to something, whether it's downloads, whether it's buying our product and our service, or whether it's just having another outlet to talk to our customers. Um, And there's always an added benefit uh, to have monetization around it. So I think the majority of times when someone thinks about monetizing their podcast, they're only thinking about ads. Okay, how do I get ads? How do I get ad partners? How do I get people to support my podcast? And I'm hoping that this episode kind of opens up uh, what people would consider monetization. You want to hit us with that first point? Yeah, totally. And and I love the idea of someone starting their podcast with the end in mind. So we're going to get into it. So the first one we have here, one of the first ways you can monetize your podcast is to market yourself. In other words, you can bet on yourself. Organically, you can talk about your products and services in your episodes. You can do this by recording internal ads that you run, either as pre-roll ads or mid-roll ads, which are just simply ads that you put kind of in the middle of your episode there. And just talk about what you do. And there's ways to do that organically. I, I hope to think that we do that with our podcast. We're a podcast yeah. for podcasters about podcasts. <laughs> We're just hopping on here and talking about our knowledge and expertise. So, And I think you can do that casually. You can do that organically. I hope that you notice throughout our episodes that it comes up really organically. And I think the biggest fear or qualm or even objection that people have to this type of monetization is saying, I don't want to self-promote. I'm not interested in that. That feels gross to me. And really, I would just challenge you to change your lens around that. You are providing value. Every time you show up with an episode, you're providing value for your listener. You're giving them free content and you're building brand loyalty. And so self-promotion is only going to be off-putting if you're not connecting or providing a solution to someone's problem. So if every week you're providing a solution for your listener, you're going to have a little bit of uh, cachet in that tank and people are going to want to give to you. And you're providing a solution. Promoting the products that go along with your podcast are going to go a long way because it's going to solve a problem to the next level. They're tuning in for a reason. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you that you're providing a solution to someone's problem in the podcast and you can take it the next step farther. It's not gross. It's not self-promotion in a gross way because you're solving a problem. Yeah. And if you feel gross about it and you're like, oh, I don't want to come off as one of these hacky self-promotionally people. Yeah. Odds are, if you're asking the question, you're not. You're not going to be. You're not yes. going to. If anything, you're you're probably not going to self-promote enough and you need someone to nudge you to be like, hey, why don't you talk about what your expertise is a little bit more? So so moving on to our second way to monetize your podcast is by offering a subscription. Mackenzie, you want to take this one? Yeah, I think a lot of content creators in recent years have kind of utilized this model and you'll see it across a lot of different things. You'll see it from authors and speakers, podcasters, video content providers, 
How do you tap into the audience you have? You see it with a lot of people who have a big Instagram following and they've started a subscription model. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who's a dietitian and she is blown up on TikTok and Instagram. And she now has a subscription model where she gives recipes and tips and tricks and all of that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she does it on a platform called Buy Me a Coffee. So there's a couple hosting platforms that we've really seen win. Patreon is kind of the, the number one in this space. And then Padia. Buy Me a Coffee, and even Apple Podcasts has kind of leaned into this. Mm -hmm. So I've explored what does the Apple Podcast subscription model look like because they saw Patreon winning and they wanted in on that. And so it's a really interesting model, and I see people winning a lot with it. One of my favorite uh, podcasts is called The Popcast, and they, I think, are one of the early adapters of this Patreon model, and they have really monetized their podcast that was just this thing and they did on the side, and now it's their full-time job. They have a couple different podcasts. They've built an entire network of shows, and every week, yes, they put out a free podcast. You can still get their original content for free, but every week they're gonna they're giving um, extra subscription content. So they have an early access to their episode. They give you early access or exclusive access to bonus episodes. There's community forums. They put out um, exclusive PDFs. They put out exclusive in-depth show notes, uh, question and answer with the host. Like there's a lot of things that you can creatively start to think of. What are extra things that I could provide that don't have a lot of lift that people would pay for? Live recordings, I've seen that. Like when they do a live show, only people who are subscribers get access to that. You could do a monthly newsletter. You could have exclusive merch. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of opportunities here. No doubt about it. That's a really great point. So I've got a long drive here coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, one of my favorite podcasts has a Patreon where they do exclusive episodes. Yeah. And they did a this long series on, they find out about the Enneagram for the first time. And then they're like, what is oh this? And so they're like trying to figure out their Enneagram. So I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting because I've always, I've wondered for years, like, what is there? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to listen. I'm going to get a 10 hour drive. And so I'm just going to go like binge a bunch of their Patreon episodes where they're trying to figure this whole thing out. And it sounds like a good time to me. So there you go. I love it. That is so funny. I think we've just really seen an increase in that. And it's usually a minimal fee, right? Like five, $10. It's $5 a month. Yeah. And then you get access to all of these things. So totally. Patreon. I love it. Love it. Such a great idea. And we have clients too. Um, Wire Talk with Karen Stubbs. She has a Patreon. It's been a long-running Patreon. She gives mm -hmm. she gives a lot of stuff away. And, she, uh, you know, they have different tiers or whatever. But mm -hmm. I think one of their lowest tiers is they that they get an extra episode of the podcast every month. And um, she has done really, really well with that and just has nurtured that core mm -hmm. kind of support over the course of several years. And it's totally paid off. And now she does national speaking engagements and things. And it's pretty fantastic. That's awesome. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the podcast SmartList, and they they partner with Apple, I believe. And when you're in the Apple Podcast app, you can actually see, like, the next episode that you don't have access to. And oh, really? It kind of, like, whets your appetite. You're like, oh, I this is the guest next week, and I don't get to listen to it for a full week. But if oh. I was a subscriber, I could listen to it now. So, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So the third way that you can monetize your podcast is through selling ads to others in your space. And so, Kyle, can you talk a little bit about this? Because we talked about ads at the front end. So I think this is a space where you can lean into ads, but make sure you're doing it with people that make sense. Yeah, I've got a good example of this one. I've We've got a client who they are very niche. They sell CBD products for pets, particularly for dogs. Yeah. So I was chatting with someone from their organization and they're like, they're just now getting to those kind of those numbers where... 
they're considering selling ad spots to some of their partners that are also in this space. And a lot of those other people in the space have guested on the podcast. So there's a lot of crossover in their, um, in their markets and they're yeah. kind of trying to figure out how to do it and, and how to price it and things. And so, uh, one of the things that I told them was like, Hey, if you sell a pre-roll ad, that's almost a guaranteed listen to that ad. Yeah. So sell that for more, you know? And I, mm. you know, I'll, I'm not going to pretend to be any expert on, you know, how to price that stuff. No. There's articles on that. I think it just depends on one, how large your listener base is yep. and how, how large and loyal that is. And then when you bring other people into the fold and you're, you're advertising their products, I think it's just one of those things you, you just kind of have to test and iterate on. Yeah. So you can sell pre-roll ads. And then what's great about, and we talk about this a good bit, uh, we'll talk about it in later episodes as well, is, is utilizing dynamic advertising. So say they sell a pre-roll ad to a partner and then they can, the way that they can kind of package that to the advertisers, like we're going to run this pre-roll across all of our episodes. So I think they've got, mm -hmm. oh, I can't remember, I think they've got 60 or 70 episodes at this point. And mm -hmm. running a, a pre-roll ad across 70 episodes where they're averaging probably four or 500 downloads a month, that's a lot of guaranteed listens. So I think that they can yeah. charge a premium for that. Another thing, this is, I don't know if this is perfectly on topic, but another idea that I put to them is that they could have an advertiser sponsor an episode. Hmm. So they could say this episode of is brought to you by our friends at blank. And here's what they yes. do. And then you say, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about this at the, at the end of the show and give some calls to action and things like that. But how they can kind of sponsor yeah. the episode. You can even do that in the episode-specific artwork. I've actually seen Conan mm. O'Brien, he's a friend, does this quite a bit, where in the actual artwork for that episode, it says State Farm. That's who it's sponsored by? Yeah. Oh. That'll be State Farm or, or whoever they have a big kind of mm -hmm. partnership with. And obviously, they'll run those ads in the middle of those shows as well. But I think we're just kind of scratching the surface on the different ways that we can just do ads and partnerships and sponsorships and these kind of things. And I, I'm beginning to think that it's less about getting these huge download numbers and more about mm -hmm. just finding those really strategic partnerships where there's a lot of alliance, but also not, yeah. not a conflict of interest and partnering mm -hmm. up on those. I'll, I'll give one more example and then I'll shut up. Uh, Typology podcast with Ian Cron. Yeah. It's a podcast about the Enneagram. Uh, it's a wellness podcast, great podcast. Mm -hmm. But he, um, for as long as I've listened to that podcast for years, I can only think of one ad that he's ever run and it's for his friend who, who runs in a, a therapy intensive out in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And so like Ian doesn't do those. Ian's an author and a speaker and, but his friend has this intensive counseling and it's like, it's a really good partnership. It's not really conflict of interest. So I've always thought that was really interesting and, and smart. And I think that he did that before he even had big download numbers. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It kind of goes to that first point we were talking about is that if you have an ad that connects with your audience, it's going to be the most effective. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an expert on ads as well, but HubSpot, who is kind of really strong in the marketing space, claims that the average podcast ad costs between 10 to $50 with additional fees, way more than that, when you've got a high listenership and mostly when you've got high engagement. And so you don't have to have insane listenership as long as you've got engagement. And yeah. if you're fans are loyal, if your audience is loyal, and you're offering them something that connects and is in the same lane as something that you're already talking about, that's going to be the most successful. You kind of jumped on point four, which is monetize your podcast by selling sponsored segments. Mm -hmm. And so you could do segments or the whole show. This show is sponsored by, this segment is sponsored by. Um, a couple of examples might be, let's say you're a finance show. 
Penny, you were going to say this segment is sponsored by our online investing platform. X, yeah. Whatever. Let's name it, you know, Q Finance. I don't know. But, you know, if you've got a segment that's going to talk about, like, here's some market trends, and they always sponsor this particular segment about market trends. Or let's say you're a show that's all about, like, motherhood, and you're sponsored by a local toy store. And they're going to tell you, like, here are the toys that we're seeing that are winning in this space that are going to be a win for you and your kid learning or whatever. Mm. Um, I think you can really tap into their specialty, your specialty, and align your interests, as you're saying. Mm. So It's really good. Let's talk about that last point because uh, we utilize this. Yeah. And I think it's really great. I do, too. Yeah. So the last point is monetize your podcast by using affiliate links in your show notes. So the obvious one there is setting up an affiliate partnership with Amazon. And mm-hmm. we refer a lot of podcast gear. So microphones, headphones, yeah. we have a whole PDF that has recommended like our tried and true recommended podcast recording gear. Yeah. And so we we linked all that stuff out to Amazon and have an affiliate partnership. It's very simple to set up. I'll say if you've never done it, it's really simple to set up. We also have affiliate partnerships with a few other uh, services that we use. One is Transistor which is a, I preferred podcast hosting platform. Yep. And then with Riverside, which records our high quality audio and video, which we're on right now. So we, very simple partnerships with them, very easy and simple to set up. And just, we get a small kickback every time someone follows one of those links and checks out and enjoys one of those services or one of those products. And um, it's just another, you know, it's probably not going to start out as this huge quote unquote cash cow thing, but you're using your platform to sell other people's products and services. So why not get a little bit of a kickback on those in an easy way that it's, you kind of set it up and drop the links in Mm -hmm. to your show notes. So let's say you have a podcast and you interview, you're interviewing an an author this week, and it's a pretty well-known author. Drop the link to their book, obviously in your show notes, but also make sure you're going to- It has the affiliate link on it. Totally. Yeah. And the thing about Amazon affiliate is that it's um, no cost to your listener or the person that's clicking right. on it. The actual fee goes to Amazon. It doesn't go to your listener. And if you're making money on things you're already recommending, that's what I think I've noticed in any time I've used affiliates is that there are things I'm already going to be talking about. There's things I'm already a big fan of and going to be singing their praises. So why not partner with them? I think we think about that with Transistor and Riverside. There's two things we would already be uh, bragging on. So we've created partnerships with them. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. And it's it's a very low lift way to, like I said, just to get a, a little bit of a kickback for using your platform yeah. to promote others' products and services. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. So we hope that we have expanded your view of how you can monetize your podcast today. It doesn't just have to be ads. You don't have to wait until you have thousands or millions of downloads to start making money. You can start today where you are. And if you are on the front end of starting your podcast, we want to make sure that you know about our complete podcast starter kit. It is a free download, and in it you will find absolutely everything you need to start out from checklist to that equipment guide that Kyle was talking about to how to better your interview skills and how to do remote interviews. So we're really proud of this and you can find it at podcircle.com start. Anything to add on that, Kyle? I think that's it. I think you summed it up really well. All right. Happy podcasting, y'all. Happy podcasting, y'all.